Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. Just my enemies. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is Tuesday, January the 22nd, 2013. This is episode number 135 of Purple Mafia. Thank you again for joining the show. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan, which is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Thank you always for that. Dylan Richardson was kind enough to introduce me uh, at the beginning of the introduction. That is, of course, the executive producer and founder of thesportstuff.com, which makes this all possible. And I will be joined by Dylan Richardson later on in the show. Again, as mentioned, this is episode number 135. Yep, uh, we're going to talk about the conference final games here, the conference championship games. We're going to review them. Unfortunately, Dylan Richardson will not join me for that part of the show due to scheduling. So Dylan Richardson will only join me for the Super Bowl preview. My apologies to all of you out there because I know you love listening to both of us talk about that kind of thing. But... Dylan Richardson's schedule and getting in the way, unfortunately, on his side. Not something either of us necessarily wanted, but of course, hey man, we all got to work. We all got to <laughs> work at the times that are given to us. So nobody's mad at anyone, of course. It's just the way schedules go. I'm still proud of myself that I was able to get through this year for the first time ever without having to skip a week of Purple Mafia. I'm very happy that I made it through the entire 20. 12 season. The entire 2012 season of Minnesota Vikings and it will make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Amazing. Very happy to have finally accomplished that in my fifth year of doing Purple Mafia with the Minnesota Vikings and the NFL season in general. It was an amazing weekend. There's no doubt about it. Baltimore Ravens, New England Patriots, Atlanta Falcons, San Francisco 49ers. Oh my God. That was some awesome football this weekend for the most part. Baltimore Ravens absolutely uh, making the New England Patriots look stupid and, yeah, kind of sad about that one because I'm partial to New England, but eh, but I like Baltimore as well. Glad to see the Dirty Birds not win, though. <laughs> so, with that, we're going to very quickly move on to the Facebook page, but first I'll mention this. Uh, there were no call-ins this week, which is okay with me. Makes the show a little bit easier right now with uh, you know, having, you know having a guest and such. Facebook page, not as much interaction as either. So again, it's just more interactive between me and Dylan, which is kind of my, you know, kind of what I was hoping the show would be more about this week anyway. But again, I do love all of your interactions on the Facebook page. Though. Not one of you, not a single one of you stop uh, interacting on the page or the Twitter account. So appreciate every bit of it. But the call-in line is 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention what show you're calling into, which is, of course, the Purple Mafia show. Yes, sir. And there you go. 
you'll be on here like Sebastian was on many times. Mark Carlson was on once. Malcolm was on a few times. Yeah. Others, Brent Jacobson, Anthony from L.A., who I miss. Haven't seen him on here in a while. Missing in action, but hopefully I didn't scare him away somehow. If you're listening, Anthony, give me a shout-out of some kind on the Facebook page, would you? (laughs) Please? Yeah, hopefully you're still around. So, yeah, to the Facebook page, though, to keep things moving here. Uh, I always start with a thread of uh, where I talk about the previous show being available now. And um, just to see where, because there's always responses on there. In this case, Mark Carlson saying, great show. I love the dialogue. I laughed with you, Joey Wygen, and Dylan Richardson. You two are a pair. I agree, Mark. Thank you for that. I, I, I do agree. It's uh, great chemistry. Uh, he says, I particularly enjoyed the talk of years past. My thoughts, Dallas is not America's team, and Atlanta will always be the dirty birds to me, even if they beat the 49ers. <laughs> I think San Francisco will choke. Atlanta will get by to meet the Patriots, America's true team. Thank you for that. <laughs> Who will have defeated Baltimore. Truly, though, I want Baltimore to go, but have deep respect for New England. With, and the way they play, hard to beat a steady and confident team. And it's interesting how that turned out, the exact opposite. But again, no, not ripping you at all for that. It's just the way it went. I mean, this weekend could have gone either way. It really could have. In fact, most people were probably thinking New England was going to win, but that Baltimore is ever capable of winning. I mean, we saw them lose by a missed chip shot field goal last year, the Ravens. And in the past, the Ravens kind of had the Patriots number for the most part until that point. So, Baltimore, a very strong football team, very deserving of being in the Super Bowl, which you'll hear with me and Dylan Richardson later talking about that. San Francisco, very deserving of being in the Super Bowl as well. And I'm glad the Falcons lost, much to the chagrin of a, a friend of mine. <laughs> but, and, and probably a lot, probably other people out there as well. But that's just how it goes. We've been there and done that many times, haven't we, Minnesota Viking fans? So, no sympathy for the Falcons whatsoever. And, of course, the Patriots got three Super Bowl rings the last 12 years or so, so probably no sympathy there either. Uh-huh. That's just how it goes. The last 11 years. Um, I was mentioning how, yeah, the last show we did, me and Dylan, the chemistry was just was, was awesome. It really was, and I think that show was special. And, uh, me and Dylan have always had pretty good chemistry on the air and such. You know, that's probably one of the reasons he invited me to thesportstuff.com because he saw just, you know, we just kind of, we just kind of vibe. You know, we have a good vibe, you know. It's just one of those things. But at the same time, it just, you know, this one, this last one, there was, it was just seemed like it was better than ever. It was an awesome, it was just so much fun, the things we've talked about. Uh, the pastimes talk will always be a part of the show, Mark. Um, it was a bit, I was like, wow, you picked Atlanta, but I, and I also said it's possible because of the rookie quarterback factor. Uh, and Colin Kaepernick, because, well, going on into the Super Bowl now, Colin Kaepernick is the wild card, just like he was kind of in a way this past weekend as well. Um, Colin Kaepernick played fairly well. He helped the 49ers get it done. Uh, but, yeah, I was mentioning I'm not as high, uh, all in on Kaepernick as it may have sounded. He's still capable of getting a team killed, in my opinion. I love Baltimore and New England, but in the end, my heart and mind will be with the Patriots this weekend. And um, that's pretty much how I stood there on the Facebook page. Uh, Mark Carlson saying, right on, Joey. See how things turn out tomorrow. And that's how things go there. few more interactions to get to, but very few in general. It's uh, it's quieter, but that's okay. As long as you guys do still come to the page and post. Appreciate all of you. Always. Uh, Malcolm saying, loves, love, uh, listening to, uh, he says, listening to you and Dylan at work right now. Man, I love football. <laughs> Thank you for that, Malcolm. 
Yeah, and I was mentioning how it's fun to. It was a really fun show to make. It was unbelievable. It really, it really felt like we were having a good time, and in the end, it was a great show. It really was. Uh, Malcolm saying, "Whenever the Vikings are out of it, I go for the Ravens just to carry the Bart Ball torch." So hopefully they take it all the way. And well, yeah, they're in there. They're in there, and there are some former Vikings on that team, as you probably have heard at nauseum already. And you'll hear more when me and Dylan talk in a little bit here. I was saying it's a cool way to look at it, my friend, because I love the purple and black they possess, and I like their secondary logo as well, Malcolm. The uh, the, the shield with colors on it. And I've mentioned that in the past as well. Mark Carlson mentioning also that he likes the Ravens, and it's going to be a good game tonight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we thought it was going to be a good game. Unfortunately for the Patriots, it wasn't really. Ugh, we'll talk about that soon. Brent Jacobson saying, I worked at Monster Jam at the Metrodome last night and was wondering how how the cleanup and debris and dirt on the from the floor. Well, Afterwards, so basically he's wondering how, how it got cleaned up, basically how the dirt and everything got cleaned up. So he asked somebody, and they, and they said to him they bring in Green Bay Packers to suck it up. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that, Brent. Wah, wah, as they like to do on other stations out there. Mark Carlson saying, ha, ha. And uh, Sebastian Balls of the final post on the Facebook page saying, now it's official six Viking Pro Bowlers are in the last year of it, the last year ever of it. Rudolph and Greenway will be joining AP, Felton, Walsh, and Allen because they are badass. Uh, Mark Carlson saying, oh yeah, sweet. So for this show, I'm going to give the gold star to Malcolm. Mark Carlson's comments awesome as well, but I'm, you know, I just like to, I'll give Mark Carlson the silver star. There we go. <laughs> but the gold star will go to Malcolm for this week. Gotta love it. Uh, I usually don't give gold stars back to back, you know, weeks. So a gold star for Malcolm right now. All right, thank you again for your comments out there on the Facebook page. Always, always appreciated. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. That's all you got to do. Go there, click like, bada bing, bada boom, and join in the fun, the mayhem, and, and then the nonstop nonsense and skullduggery and tomfool. Okay, that's somebody else. You guys, yeah, fill in the blank on who that is. Doesn't... Not going to say it. <laughs> Quick, briefly get to the Twitter account here. A couple of backs and forths here. Holly Brooks and I talking a bit as well. Yep. Uh, man, oh man, this thing is... Yep, there are a couple of those where they do like a friend thing where they tweeted out. There's a bit of that. Nikki Blonde uh, saying I had the Patriots. Uh, when I had said Patriots versus Niners were my Super Bowl picks, she favorited that. Unfortunately, that didn't work out. Holly Brooks saying happy championship Sunday to a group of us on there, so thank you for that. Les Davis saying go Falcons and Ravens. Lee, da- yeah, Les Davis saying go Falcons and Ravens, which, uh, well, you got half of that in there. <laughs> Zach saying, uh, Zig saying you too. Pats in San Francisco saying Z- uh, Zig, well, uh, Leslie Kella saying I hate Atlanta Falcons. There we go. We will never forget. Or actually, she was uh, favoriting what I said. Yeah, excuse me. At Leslie Kella. She said, when I retweeted, I hate Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, we will never forget. Bleep that team, 1998. And she said, neither will I. Yep, there you go. Holly Brooks saying, forgive and forget, my friend. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I just refuse, Holly. I refuse. <laughs> 
Ah, oh, well. You know, I, for a while there, I actually was kind of doing that because I kind of liked it because I love their wide receivers. I mean, Julio Jones, Roddy White, those guys are awesome. I ain't going to lie. Uh, but there's just so much. Uh, I don't know, and I just like the San Francisco 49ers more than the, than the, than the you know, a lot more than the Atlanta Falcons. So it's nothing personal really even against Atlanta as much as I make it sound. Yet, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I still kind of hate them, though. Yep, Jake Severinsen saying, sometimes Gary Anderson and Chris Chandler are in my dreams and laughing, and I wake up crying. Mm-hmm. Chris Chandler. Oh, man, I hated that guy. Hated him. Uh, I was mentioning to uh, Holly Brooks that it's not going to happen. Besides, I wouldn't like them anyway. She says, oh, I like them. My dad loves them. I'm saying, well, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's your thing, I guess. <laughs> she says, great team this season. Saw them beat the Bucks in Tampa this season. Hope they win. And I was saying, all right, it's just an opinion. We're all entitled to our opinions. And uh, she was responding to that as well. That makes us human. We're all different. Yep. Mike? Yeah, I wish I could say it right. Uh, well, it's at MNMike72. Because I don't like to butcher people's names. It's just kind of bad of me, you know. So he says, I will never forget them. During the doing the dirty bird at the midfield, the metro at midfield in the metro dome, yeah. I mean, Mike's a new follower, so ho- hopefully you're listening, Mike. Shout out to you there, Holly Brooks jumping in saying, "Ha, you boys are funny." Mm, look at you, <laughs> Justin in Rochester, J Day saying, "I was referring to the fumble." If you were thinking the flag, we were having a little conversation in there somewhere. Yeah, I was saying you got to be kidding me. Yeah, and it was the fumble on the goal line. Yep, the fumble on the goal line. Against the, uh, the Falcons. Yep, 49ers fumble. That was Crabtree, the guy that was accused of sexual harassment or something. Yeah, great. Good job. Good timing for that, Crabtree. Uh, she, she, but yeah, I was responding to Holly Brooks. I was saying, I'm glad we can entertain you. She said, you always do. I picture you almost always taking notes for your podcast. Well, thank you for that, for that. And I said, it sounds about right. She finishes up the whole Twitter conversation with Thrilling Game of Football. And it was. Another Atlanta, awesome, another awesome game involving the Atlanta Falcons. This time, unfortunately for them, did not result in a win. But I'm telling you, folks, <laughs> to be as objective as possible, because I was rooting against Atlanta, but I'm telling you, man, Atlanta maybe got screwed a little bit on that final play there. Yes, yes, uh-huh. I hate saying that, too, but it's <laughs> just one of those things. So we're going to take our first break. We're going to split this into three segments today. First break now, then I'll do the reviews, and then another break, and we'll preview the Super Bowl. We'll be right back, right after this. Let's win this game. Skull Vikings honor your name. Go get their first down, then get a touchdown. Rock 'em, sock 'em, fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings, run up the score. You'll hear us yell for more. V I K I N G S. Skull Vikings, let's go. Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings. Your name, go get 
Welcome, fight, 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 go Vikings, run up the score You'll hear us yell for more V-I-K-I-N-G-S Skull Vikings, let's go And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 135, which is always a reminder for all of you out there that listen to iPods, Android devices, and others, Windows, phones, and all that good stuff, MB3 players in general. Thank you again for joining. And, um, yep, <laughs> that previous song, courtesy of Jerry Hicks, he gave it to me much earlier in the year, about, about seven months ago, so thanks again, Jerry Hicks, for making that song. Very much appreciated to be a part of this show. So yeah, let's get to those uh, reviews right now, right away. <laughs> Baltimore versus New England. We would have liked to call it New England versus Baltimore, but it's Baltimore versus New England, right? <laughs> Baltimore Ravens defeat the Patriots 28-13 in a very uh, stunning fashion. Yeah, well, not stunning, but the Ravens winning is one thing. Tom Brady losing at home, losing a lead at home is another the Patriots had zero points in the second half, folks. Oh my god! That is freaking atrocious. That's, uh, yeah. Good job, guys. Good freaking job, New England Patriots. Thank you so very much. Third quarter, goose egg. Fourth quarter, goose egg. Things looked fairly okay at first, but it was one of the most boring games I've ever seen in the first half. And it was, uh, well, boring if you're a Patriots fan in the second half as well. Um, which I am a Patriots fan, as you probably figured that out over the thousandth time by now. But I'm also a Ravens fan as well. Now, I don't like every team in the NFL, but there's just certain teams that I kind of enjoy watching, particularly in the playoffs. I don't sit and watch Baltimore games all year during the regular season, though I will watch the Patriots here and there. Uh, but in the postseason, I love watching the Baltimore Ravens go to work because they're one of the awesome, most—I mean—they're one of the most awesome road teams I've ever seen in the playoffs, outside of the New York Giants, who are like pretty much undefeated on the road since Eli Manning's been a quarterback over there. Uh, Joe Flacco's been one of the best road warriors you'll, you'll ever—you know—you'll see over the last five to ten years here on the on the on the road. Couldn't win in Pittsburgh a few years ago in the AFC title game, but and barely lost it last year with New England. Um, but this year, hey man, third time's a charm in a big way. Ravens going to the Super Bowl. They are the AFC champions. Joe Flacco has thrown eight touchdowns, zero interceptions in this postseason. He has been awesome. He's clutch, and uh, I'm very, <laughs> very happy for him and the Baltimore Ravens. That's been an ongoing thing for them for the last several years. They are finally in. The Harbaugh Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, is a reality. Last year's conference game losers are this year's Super Bowl. It's just incredible, and I wish the Minnesota Vikings could do that. I wish the Vikings in the past, they'd get, have a great season, go to the conference final game, lose it in heartbreaking fashion or whatever, and the next year is like, whatever. You know, that was last year. Sorry. Last year's the past now. We're not going anywhere this year. But these teams, that was not the case. They're both in the Super Bowl. That's pretty gutty. It really is. So, to get on to other important things here for this game, Tom Brady, ladies and gentlemen, was 60 Seven and O going into this game, unbelievable. When leading at the half at Foxborough, ladies and gentlemen, and that's over. It's absolutely over now. The game was pretty much over when Brady's pass was batted in the air and picked off. The look on his face at that point was that of Michael Corleone's man. He looked like Michael Corleone. You don't look more. I haven't seen many quarterbacks that pissed off. I don't know if he hates the Ravens or if he was hating on himself. 
or what his deal was, but obviously extreme frustration, and uh, it's like another great season gone to waste for the New England Patriots. Tom Brady's playoff uh, resume ain't what it was. It really isn't. And, of course, the Joe Montana comparison is over. It's absolutely over. His, his uh, mystique in the postseason has forsaken him for quite a few years now. Montana comparisons, ladies and gentlemen, dead. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Joe Flacco's playoff record, it speaks for itself. I mean, he's been spectacular. I remember picking the Ravens to go to the conference finals a few years ago. Back in like my early days of Purple Mafia, I picked them to go to the conference finals. Uh, a few years ago. I think I did last year, too, actually. <laughs> because it's just like, this team wins on the road. And they're they're always tough. They're always good. You know, they're the kind of, like, they're similar to Pittsburgh, but I like them a lot more than Pittsburgh. I hate the Steelers. But I like Baltimore. Partially because they're the arch rival of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I love to see Baltimore beat the Steelers. I sure do. I hated seeing the Steelers beat them in the 2008 AFC title game. That sucked. And we went on and saw the Steelers beat the stupid uh, Cardinals. That was a bummer. But again, that's how it goes, I guess, huh? It's just how it goes. Yes, it is. Uh, the Ray Ray Lewis is the story of the playoffs, man. I mean, he will play one final game this time, and, and it will be on the ultimate stage. So now, if he holds up to his retirement uh, uh, statement, if he holds up to a, if he keeps his word about retiring which is obviously up to him in that category. This truly is his final game, and it will be on the ultimate stage, a la Jerome Bettis, who didn't announce his retirement until the game ended, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see Ray Lewis possibly do it if the Ravens do win. Uh, me and Dylan talk about that exact uh, topic uh, extensively in a few minutes here. It was... Uh, this was definitely not the more exciting game of the two. In fact, it was very much not exciting. It was kind of... In a lot of ways, though, it was... Uh, Tom Brady was a lot like Peyton Manning was against Baltimore the week before. Elite quarterback, great season, at home and all that good stuff. Just forgot how to play for whatever reason. I mean, (laughs) Brady's completion percentage way down. He attempted 54 passes in the game. Quarterback rating 62.3. Two crucial interceptions in the game. Just killed the temp. Just killed them. Threw under 54%. Did get 320 yards, but he passed the ball 54 times, as I just mentioned. It's a bit too many right there. Absolutely. Uh, Stephen Ridley looks like he may, I mean, he may have had a concussion when he was fumbled at a point. That was another crucial loss of the ball during the game as well. I mean, three turnovers for the Patriots in the game. Three. That'll kill you. It'll absolutely kill you. Uh, but again, yes, Ridley was hit very hard. I mean, the Ravens were crushing people all over the place. Again, it looked like he had a concussion the way he just kind of like Looked like he was in the fetal position the way he hit the ground there. I mean, that did not look good at all. Uh, Wes Welker, good at times, but dropped some passes also as well. Aaron Hernandez as well dropped some passes during the course of the game and uh, the other uh, possessions during the course of the game. Just Patriots, just for whatever reason, they have their great season, and then they're just off. There's that, there's that off game, and then that's it. Unfortunately, the Patriots just could not get it done last year. Guys were not catching the passes down the stretch against the Giants. I mean, they should have probably won the game, but nope. Guys are dropping the ball, you're not going to win the game. That's the end of the story. I mean, guys were not making plays that needed to make plays. Bill Belichick ripped big time by Shannon Sharp for being a bad sport yet again after another tough loss. He tends to just disappear, not talk to the media, and uh, well, it doesn't help his... It doesn't help his... uh, 
you know, it really doesn't make anybody feel sorry for you, Bill. And I'm sure you're not even looking for anyone to feel sorry for you, but it doesn't really help your reputation any. There's just no need for that type of foolishness. Tom Brady looked like, yeah, I believe, I don't think he shook anyone's hand. It looked like he pretty much just headed straight to the locker room as well. Kind of Kevin Garnett, Rajon Rondo-like with, you know, the other Boston team across, across the town there. Boston Celtics, Garnett, Rondo-like there. Not good. And I like both of the teams, but I don't like the attitude of some of these guys, unfortunately, in situations like this. And it'd be about time if this team started winning big games again, the New England Patriots, started winning titles again. Yeah, they beat the Ravens last year in the AFC title game, got back to the Super Bowl, good on them, but they just they failed to get it done again in the Super Bowl, unfortunately. Patriots no longer the clutch championship dynasty type team that they were about five, six, seven, eight years ago. I mean, they were something special. Not anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, looking a lot like the Buffalo Bills now. Really. (laughs) Joe Flacco looking unbelievable, though. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions, quarterback rating of 106. Completed, well, under 60%, but, you know, he's he's not perfect, obviously. Joe Flacco has flaws, but he is is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in football, as far as I'm concerned, particularly in the postseason. He just goes out there and gets it done. I like Joe Flacco, folks. I think Joe Flacco could be the deciding factor in the Super Bowl. Right now, I mean, Colin Kaepernick is amazing, but he's the wild card. Again, me and Dylan talk about that quite a bit. We'll get that to that when, when we get to it. <laughs> but uh, other than that, Flacco, absolutely a big reason why the team won. Uh, Baltimore's defense frustrated Tom Brady. and They beat Tom Brady the way the New England Patriots used to beat Peyton Manning. You know? They really did. It looked like the Bravens were the Patriots of old, and the Patriots looked like the Indianapolis Colts of old. And that about pretty much sums up the whole situation. Past Sunday, Ravens versus New England Patriots. Congratulations to the AFC champion, Baltimore Ravens, and it is so cool to see John Harbaugh finally finally getting to the Super Bowl. Well-deserved. There you go. AFC champions. The team I picked at the beginning of the year was the Baltimore Ravens. Then Ray Lewis got hurt and all that good stuff. And it's like, oh, they're not going to no Super Bowl. They're not going to win it now. Ray Lewis comes back. Yes, they are. They're going to the Super Bowl and they just might win this sucker, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. (laughs) I'm already teasing to it. Stay tuned to me and Dylan here. So now we move over to the, well, we start heading west here. Well, actually east. (laughs) South. (laughs) Yeah, west, right? No, actually, no. It was in Atlanta. It was against San Francisco, but in Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons quickly taking a 17-0 lead. And then it's like, ah, my friend Paul Caniff, my buddy Paul Tuniverse Caniff, and I were like, ah, Atlanta's up 17-0, here we go. Yeah, But then it's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Atlanta led 20-0 against Seattle last week, and they won by a fraction of 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 a thumbnail in that game, basically. Well, basically, I mean, they barely won that game. I thought Seattle was going to win for sure. But they just didn't. They couldn't stop the uh, Falcons. Didn't look like San Francisco was going to stop me either. They're looking a lot like Aaron Rodgers completing one first down after another. It was unbelievable, man. But uh, it's just how it goes. The 49ers did show up like I predicted with Paul. It's like, you know, watch the Niners catch up. And they did. But again, at times, the Falcons' offense was getting one first down after another. It was just ridiculous the way things (laughs) were going on the success rate for the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, Matt Ryan was just getting one first down after another. 
It wasn't perfect, though, obviously. But I cannot pin the loss for the uh, Atlanta Falcons on Matt Ryan. I thought he had a great game. He had a costly turnover, an interception in the second half that led to San Francisco's run. Uh, you're going to notice a trend here as well. Atlanta did not score in the second half. As new, as Same thing with New England later on in that day. Atlanta did not score in the second half. Goose egg in the third, goose egg in the fourth. San Francisco's defense showing up when it needed to at times. And uh, boy, that's why San Francisco won the game, because they just stepped up and outplayed the Falcons in the second half of that, of that football game. It turned into a frightening defensive battle down the stretch. But uh, Atlanta was getting a lot of first downs at times, though. They just f- couldn't score for whatever reason. Lucky for them. Uh, David Akers missing a crucial, crucial, crucial field goal uh, late in the game there. A 38-yarder. It's like, well, that was San Francisco's chance to take the lead, but guess what? He missed. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? It's just like, come on. Well, But yeah, he was... He's, he's got a sports hernia going on that showed up in November. They brought in Cundiff, of all people, the guy that got the uh, the Ravens killed last year in the postseason, leading John Harbaugh to drop a BS bomb on the final play of their season last year. So then it's like, no, nah, it's Cundiff, forget it. We'll stick with Akers, despite the fact he's, he's hurt, but he's got a lot of experience, and he's been great in the past with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, uh, But yeah, Akers is kind of scary there. Luckily, it didn't kill them. Uh, it looked like the 49ers were going to start having some Minnesota Vikings nightmares against the New Orleans Saints fumbling at the goal line. Crabtree. I mean, there are a lot of reasons to believe there. I mean, the you know, you might believe that the Falcons got screwed in the final play of the game, which we're going to get to in a second, but at the same time, San Francisco, man, they were right there at the goal line and fumbled. Now, it's give credit Atlanta credit for knocking the ball loose and recovering it, but the good news is give San Francisco the credit for immediately stopping Atlanta after that and getting the yep, getting the ball right back and then scoring on the on the following drive. Frank Gore ultimately finishing that one off in a very strong physical drive. I mean, Frank Gore and the 49ers absolutely got it done down the stretch there and, and good on them. Absolutely. Just down, down, down. Frank Gore getting it done, getting two touchdowns in the game. The third quarter, getting San Francisco right in it, that was awesome. But then that fourth quarter, halfway through there, getting it done, and then they found San Francisco defense doing what they could to stop Atlanta, forcing Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan and Co. to punt. <laughs> Boy, I mean, this team, San Francisco, is is a clutch football team. But at the same time, that fumble by Crabtree at the goal line could have cost them everything. I mean, it reeked of Adrian Peterson yet again. But, at the, but, oh boy, I mean, there were times the Atlanta Falcons looked like the Green Bay Packers, though. Like I've mentioned already. I mean, it seemed like every time it looked like the, the, the Falcons were going to be stopped, particularly on their final, like, two-minute offense there. It looked like they were going to get it. It looked like Atlanta might win this game. I mean, Julio Jones finishing with 182 yards and two touchdowns. Just ridiculous game. 11 catches right away with seven catches and 100 yards. Tony Gonzalez and maybe his last game, eight catches, 78 yards, just all over the place. Atlanta just dominating down the stretch there. Matt Bryan making all of his field goals, though none of them were far, far away. San Francisco's defense, though, holding strong for the most part in that second half. But boy, oh boy, I mean, 
<laughs> that last drive by Atlanta. Man, oh man. It got to fourth and five, but was there pass interference? I do think Atlanta may have a legit beef there because, I mean, and Ryan also was hurt on the third down play. That didn't help Manners at all. He just could not get the job done, particularly on the very last gasp attempt, which fell significantly short, a completion to Julio Jones. But it just wasn't enough, obviously. By the time Julio Jones caught the ball, the clock had run out and the 49ers were on their way to the Super Bowl. But again, the million-dollar question was (laughs) the Falcons receiver interfered with. I mean, was he? You could make that argument. You could, but I guess not many people are going to. Just one of those things. I believe it was Harry Douglas that got interfered with. I can't remember exactly the the player. But again, it's just I can't feel sorry for them because the Vikings were there as well. Very similar to the Vikings and Falcons game back in the day. Vikings had a nice 13 point lead going into the half and that's after giving up a fumble and touchdown for Atlanta. That was a devastating deal. With Randall Cunningham fumbling the ball, we were up by um, like shucks we were up by like 20, actually, going into the almost going to the half, and then Cunningham fumbles the ball, and Atlanta scores a touchdown. So it was kind of like a scary moment there for Minnesota. Still leading by 13, though. Atlanta coming back, tying the game, and forcing overtime, and beating the Vikings back in 98. So in a way, this game's slightly similar. And San Francisco made a comeback and came and, and won on the road as well. So again, not feeling sorry for the Falcons, though some people out there, like Holly Brooks, might be. <laughs> who probably wasn't too happy. I'm sure she'll be cheering for the Baltimore Ravens. There's a lot of, I think a lot of people will be cheering for the Ravens going into this game as they're kind of an underdog, but at the same time, they could easily be favored with all their experience, all those legends out there, and the fact that Joe Flacco has been the story, I think, at quarterback this postseason. Joe Flacco has been remarkable. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being Super Bowl MVP just for, because he has that big game coming up on Super Bowl Sunday. So speaking of Super Bowl Sunday, we are going to talk about that right after this with the man, Dylan Richardson. (laughs) Dylan Richardson, yes. We are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 135, which is a reminder for all you MP3 users out there, iPods, Androids, Windows phones, all the above. You got Double Twist, you got, uh, is it Stitcher? Um, Not quite yet, but yes, we're working on it. Yep, 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 working on Stitcher. Those are are both for the Android devices, of course, iTunes and uh, Windows phones, and of course, the wonderful sportstuff.com, but yes... As mentioned, joined by Dylan Richardson once again. Welcome aboard. Just like Tom Brady doing a Ty Cobb impression into Ed Reed's knee, oh. I'm back once again for some painful insights. <laughs> oh, Ty Cobb. That, that, that was a good reference. <laughs> oh, man. Trying to spike someone's knee. So, so technically this week we have uh, the Pro Bowl. We're covering the Pro Bowl, right? 
Yeah, you know, you got, you got the, uh, the NFC. Yeah. It's going to be very close. Okay, I'm just kidding. It's kind of funny. You know, the Pro Bowl is later to be followed the following week by the Bro Bowl. The Bro Bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, the Harbaugh Bowl exists. It is the Bro Bowl. The Bro Bowl. The Harbaugh Bowl. And the uh, young quarterback bowl as well. If Flacco is considered, yeah, he's still young. But Joe Flacco, the Baltimore Ravens, you talk about the stock. I've been talking about this for the last couple of years. It's a stock on the rise. It's been a, it's like a mutual fund that keeps going up slightly, slowly. A nice, safe little mutual fund that finally is hitting uh, hitting the peak. They, they made it to the Super Bowl, finally. Here, here Here's a little... A little tidbit of insider information here Mm -hmm. that the Ravens are just the second team since 1990 to advance to the Super Bowl after losing three of their last four games. The other team, the other team that did it was the 2009 Saints. Oh, and you saw what they did against the Colts. They won. Yep, they won. I could, yeah, I got a sneaky feeling. I know who you're picking. You so you know, it's kind of funny. You picked in the preseason yep. the Ravens to go all the way yep. to the Super Bowl. Yep. And I picked the 49ers to mm. go all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember. Did you pick the Ravens winning that game? Yes. And you picked. Oh. Yep. We are literally like if this was some type of. Uh, big bet or some big fantasy football type thing, me and you would literally be in the Super Bowl right now. That, right now. Isn't that amazing? Like some fantasy, you know, Super Bowl fantasy football where the only thing you do is you pick a team to get there. That's funny. Or some bracket. Or I guess this would be like some NCAA bracket type thing, you know, that people do in March. <laughs> yeah, like Duke versus Arthur, blah, 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 you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is it. We're in it. And, uh... I, to be honest, I personally like both of the teams, personally, just because, and I like the way they've gone into this thing, too. It's, they both deserve to be there. You know, and on the flip side, since I did give a Ravens little tidbit, yeah, there's only one other quarterback who started fewer uh, regular season games than Kaepernick did and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, can you guess who that is? Tom Brady? No. Nope. Well, actually, shoot. Did Tom, no, Tom, I think. Uh, um, I think he played like 14 regular seasons, so I guess that. I think. Yeah, I think Bledsoe played like two games, and then he had like something with like blood in his lungs or something, and then Brady went the rest of the way, I think. And I remember Brady had to miss most of the AFC title game that year because uh, he hurt his ankle or something real early. Yeah, he actually missed the the whole title game, yeah. and Bledsoe won it. Bledsoe and won it, and Tom Brady started the Super Bowl, which I was a little upset about. But <laughs> but take take one more one more guess. I know you you know this. You're going to be face palming yourself here in a second if you oh, don't answer. Oh. Super started, Bowl winner started really. That uh... didn't start hardly any games during the regular season. Hmm. Okay, oh, it's gonna come at some point here. Okay, I can. I can. I'm, you give up. Can. You give up. Jeff Hostetler. Oh, okay. Yep, with the uh, the Giants, bomb. right? <laughs> oh crap! Yeah. Nineteen ninety, New York Giants. Yep. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's right. No, uh, Phil Sims. You, you realize that there's probably a thousand people that were just yelling at you that we can't hear. 
Joey, Jeff Austin, Jeff Osteller. Oh, man, that's a, that's a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I should have known that. Actually, it's like I did, but brain fart type of thing. I was Because like, I kept assuming it was some recent thing, but it's like, no, it's about 20 years. Yeah, Jeff, that, and that was the closest Super Bowl ever, pretty much. Uh, it was kind of like the way the Atlanta Falcons didn't win against the <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. A, uh, yeah, pass interference that didn't get called supposedly on the final, like, legit attempt drive by Atlanta. But, yeah. <sighs> oh, well, right? I don't really like the Dirty Birds too much. <laughs> uh, I have way too bitter against that team. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, there was something you mentioned. Uh, we talked about, we were talking about off-air just a minute ago. Is it Tori Smith uh, mentioned a tweet about Patriots supporters? Yeah, um, I guess, uh, you know, how the Patriots are always uh, talking about staying classy or whatever and giving Baltimore a whole hard time. Um, well, Tori Smith tweeted, uh, actually, today, mm-hmm. uh, played a lot of games since my brother's death. And I've never received as many rude tweets after a win than Sunday. Yet New England fans cry about class. Yeah, yeah, kind of hypocritical there. And mm. yeah, I didn't see any of the tweets that were tweeted, you know, to him. No, but you know, his brother uh, died from a motorcycle accident in September, so that's still pretty fresh, you know, and. Uh, and also, Terrell Suggs had a little comment for uh, the New England Patriots. He said, these are the most arrogant expletive mm-hmm. in the world. Fill in the F-bomb. Okay, I just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, make it more obvious, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, it almost seems like, you know, the Ravens played their Super Bowl. Yeah, I, yeah that's the scary part. You hope that that's not how they're... Uh, approaching this game because if they are then they're dead mm. I guess we'll see what happens here huh it's going to be a I think it's going to be a very close game to be honest with you I think you know like it's kind of been the theme most of the playoffs not not all of it of course New England it's funny how New England is a part of two very uh, non non you know non exciting games we'll call it because I can't come over them better description again like against us against the <laughs> texans and the way they got hammered by baltimore they got hammered in that game crazy line of falcon san francisco of course as mentioned that game was just down to the literally down to the wire a lot of the really everybody played well except the Patriots. i'd have to say this last weekend uh, but uh, yeah it's, it's just crazy we get our picks you get jim harbaugh versus john harbaugh Oh, boy, yep. John Harbaugh, I guess my overall favorite coach going into this uh, Super Bowl. Overall favorite coach in the entire NFL behind uh, Bill Belichick, or ahead of Bill Belichick and Leslie Frazier, just to be the homer there. But, man, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, man, man, man. (laughs) An amazing postseason. Joe Flacco, an amazing postseason. We're going to really see, I think we're going to really see something special that's coming, uh, well, two Sundays from now. It's going to be amazing. Check this little theory out. I've been thinking about this long and hard for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Is that you know the 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 psyche of a young quarterback possibly you know in 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 this the biggest game ever in his entire life, obviously here. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick maybe trying to do a little too much too soon, mm-hmm. possibly hurts himself before 
the second half. Mm-hmm. And here rolls in old Alex Smith, mm-hmm. possibly leading them to a victory. Then we got a giant, giant <laughs> controversy in San Francisco. That would be unbelievable. You talk about a quarterback controversy, that'd be the ultimate way to have one, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, hey, I just won the Super Bowl, and you guys are going to, you know, put me on the bench? Yeah, or trade. I won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, basically, or trade me to Miami, blah, blah, blah. You know, that seems to always be the destination of, supposed destination of quarterbacks, because Miami hasn't had one in, like, 15 years. But, yeah, it's... My- uh, well, Miami seems to be set with their guy there. I don't know about that, but yeah, I forgot. Now they got Tannehill, but yeah, <laughs> it's like but... I'm so used to them not having their guy. <laughs> yeah, he's only going to be their guy for a couple more years before he gets the axe too. You know? Yeah, that's the story of Miami. Chad Henney, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, it just goes on forever. Ah, man, I. You know what's what's great about both of these teams is they're pretty complete. You got a you got great defense. Uh, the one thing that's, well, um, when, when you look at law, the potential for long-term success in the postseason for the next several years, going to the Super Bowl, it favors San Francisco because of, well, both teams have great defenses, but, of course, Baltimore's is really getting getting old. You know, you got Ed Reed, and, of course, this will be, with a, by, on all accounts, the final game for uh, Ray Lewis. We can finally say it's his last game rather than yeah. it might be, well, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> he kind of said this could be, so he left the door open on that one. Uh-oh, Favre syndrome. Yeah, maybe. Going to the Jets. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's about where they all go. No, I'm kidding. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out, what's going to happen with Ray Lewis. He's been a very, very emotional guy during the whole time, and it's it's been fun to keep up with, really. I mean, he's been fun to watch, obviously, Baltimore's defense at times gets has gotten beat on occasion, but really Denver's big numbers were mostly because of the special teams of Baltimore, which uh, we'll see how that holds up in the Super Bowl. That's, you know, any type of special teams gaffe costs you, you know, everything. Obviously, we saw with San Francisco last year. I was just going to mention that San Francisco's last, uh, last championship game. Uh-huh. A guy by the name of, uh, why am I, uh, Kyle Williams, right? Mm. I think so. They probably don't want to remember that, but <laughs> that's that's how it goes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he probably he might have. Yeah, he was probably counting his uh, chickens when in the locker room, uh, hoping for that red tag not to show up immediately before he even made it in there. Yeah, basically, and Cundiff got cut right away. That's the other side. Baltimore. That was both of these teams suffered heartbreaking defeats last year in their conference final games and. Um, unbelievable way to return the following year to actually get you know to get to the Super Bowl after such a devastating defeat. Something that something that has eluded the Minnesota Vikings forever and ever and ever <laughs> and ever and ever. What is that? A Super Bowl win? Oh, no. yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's having a big return after say a great season that oh man ended in like a heartbreaking defeat. But oh, we'll get them next year. And no, you know. These teams are getting them next year. Baltimore literally got them next year, you know, against New England. So Definitely. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Randy Moss finally gets to beat Atlanta, finally defeated Atlanta <laughs> in, a, mm-hmm. in the same situation this time. Of course, he was on the uh, on the road, so he got to play the Falcons role of 98. Hopefully his team isn't the Falcons for his sake because we know what happened to them and <laughs> against Denver. Mm-hmm. But, mm. 
This game's going to be kind of tough to pick. Yeah, because they're they're pretty square teams, you know. Like, uh, yeah. um, I'd say that Flacco's the better quarterback. I agree, uh, but the running game is pretty close to the same, and the defenses almost mimic one another. So, yep. Yeah. Only. I mean, oh, go ahead. I got a feeling that we're gonna we're gonna ride the pony that got us here. Mm-hmm. Like my shot call from. From the preseason and your shot call from the preseason, pretty pretty much is what I think. What I'm expecting, we're gonna pick here. Yeah, it's about what. It's about yeah. I, I think you're. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately, you know, in the term, in the whole terms of you know, like you're kind of rooting for a team to win or lose and all that. You know, sometimes you just kind of get behind a team in the game. For me this year, I would be happy for either team winning. Just to yeah, be, me. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see either one of them win. Like, wow, that was nice. You know, great season, way to go. That type of deal. Uh, for me, I guess in a way I'm partial to Baltimore only because of I've been following this team for a while now. You know, you know, obviously, like I keep mentioning the old stock market uh, mutual fund thing. I mean, it's like I invested, you know, $50,000 in this mutual fund, and it's worth one hundred fifty right now. <laughs> and if it, you know, they, it's just... It's pretty cool to see a team climb the way they did. I, I wish the Vikings could do this. It, you know, it sucks when you keep losing big games because, like, you know, you get better and better, but, oh, you still hit that wall, and then they finally broke through it here. And uh, so I guess I'm partial to them in that sense. And Joe Flacco has been phenomenal in the postseason in his still pretty young career. I mean, he is he is definitely a playoff-tested son of a gun. And Kaepernick, obviously... Well, great start to his career. He took out Green Bay and Atlanta back-to-back weeks. He's kind of a wild card in the whole thing. That's the that's the thing. He is literally a wild card in the whole thing. It's like, oh, wow, you know, is he going to? But he is yeah. getting ready to play the best of the best, yeah. and the best having, you know, two weeks of prepare time mm-hmm. to prepare properly for Colin. Yep. And it this, you know, it could very easily go the other way as far as Ravens just, you know. Taking this whole thing and this being another Super Bowl twenty, mm-hmm. it yeah. could happen like that because you don't really know what what's gonna what's gonna happen with Kaepernick because you know he is so green. Yeah, yep. very raw, literally very raw. Yep, I mean it's yeah. I mean he it could he could be unbelievable, rush for one hundred fifty yards, throw three touchdowns, and be the MVP and. San Francisco wins, you know, 40, 38 to 21, or God forbid, here he comes, you know, three interceptions, <laughs> just cannot, just cannot seem to solve the Baltimore Ravens, and bada bing, bada boom, Baltimore wins, you know, 35 to, to 10, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's one of those wild card games, and it is Kaepernick. You know, he is about to see probably one of the best and one of the most prepared defenses that he'll maybe even ever see in his entire career mm-hmm. come this Super Bowl. Yeah, I think so. And, mm-hmm. and this could go either really good or really bad, like how I was saying, maybe uh, he gets hurt. You know, it could very well go the other way where he gets hurt, Alex Smith comes in, throws five interceptions, uh-huh. see you later. Yeah, off they go. Yep. Bye-bye. Baltimore wins the Super Bowl, and San Francisco's Still good, I guess, but you know they're gonna have to wait at least one or two more years because the old Super Bowl curse continues. Unfortunately, Super Bowl losing curse continues for New England. 
<laughs> I thought I had a really sneaky feeling that it was they were going to be the first team to do it, but it's like no, absolutely. I know, not. and we I'm, both picked them to win too. We did. That second half was was crap. Twenty one to zip. Ugh, I'm still. <laughs> and what's up with these playoff teams not playing the second? Second half of the game, and more, more, more so like uh, Atlanta. Yep, not have... playing the second half at all. Yeah, do you see those two goose eggs? <laughs> yeah, you see those two goose eggs in that three yeah. and four, and also for New England. <laughs> it was really uh, pretty. Yeah, it was almost uh, you know a repetitive thing from the week before where they almost lost. Yep, against yep. Uh, the Seahawks. So, yeah, that won't cut it. Yeah, that's the other key is literally was when San Francisco, like I was mentioned earlier in the show, is San Francisco, <laughs> or excuse me, Atlanta, uh, you know, I was mentioning in the earlier segment, we'll say, Atlanta led 20-0 against Seattle. What happens? Seattle comes roaring back. They lose by literally, you know, a little bit there, inches basically. San Francisco trailing 17-zip. And I was thinking, I was with my friend Paul, and I was, you know, who's a big Niners fan because he's trying to move to California, around that area, San Francisco area. And um, they're down 17-0. It's like, it's like Atlanta's going to win. It's like, no, you don't know that because Seattle, <laughs> Seattle was, was trailing by 20 last week. So, And look what happened. What goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. And we both know San Francisco is better than Seattle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a safe, safe deal, even though Seattle's pretty decent, but... I'm still in the thinking of that they're kind of they were overachievers this season. Mm-hmm. Well, the true test will be next year. You can make me a believer if they make it to the playoffs next season. Yeah, that would be if they can. That would be impressive. It's also funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they can, it, it would be impressive. Then, then it's like, yeah, they're legit. But you never know; they'll be seven and nine next year or something. <laughs> But it's it's yeah. well that got him in the playoffs one year so oh that's right yep they man they got to the second round which is really crazy I know it's funny they would have had to you know have uh, what gone to the gone and won the Super Bowl to have a winning record that year that would have been hilarious oh Seattle does have a winning record now and they won the Super yes. Bowl no they are ten and seven that would be the biggest like wow that'd be the most amazing. Oh, it'd be ten and nine. Yeah, that'd be the most amazing win ever. It'd be the opposite of the seventy-two Dolphins. Yeah, like oh my god, they won with a losing <laughs> they record. Barely, well, not totally opposite, but still winning a Super Bowl opposite. Yeah, I mean, Rebby, so weird. The worst possible record you could have in mm-hmm. a playoff. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I find really interesting, which may be in San Francisco's favor, I guess, is San Francisco's record outside of their division is phenomenal. The team that gave them by far the biggest trouble all year was their division. Yeah. Seattle, I mean, they could not, for the life of them, defeat the St. Louis Rams there. The Rams are actually one of those fringe teams. Yeah, they are. You know, you, can, you know how we think of the Lions? Well, not so much this year, but like last year, where it's like, oh, crap, the Lions are good? Mm-hmm. We're screwed because now the Vikings, the Lions, and and uh, the Bears and the Packers are good. We got an NFC East all, all over here in, in the North Division, mm-hmm. but it, it's starting to look a little bit that way in the NFC West with the <laughs> 49ers, and, and you know, the, the Rams, they've been making moves. Yeah. They've, They're they've trying to get better. there. Sam Bradford is a lot better than a lot of people think, and um, they'll, they'll be 
they'll be taking their shot next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and the coach obviously is like legit hardcore. So it's like, yeah, they have a lot of they have they have pieces. They have a chance to be better. Their defense was all right. They gave up the points, but yeah, they have. Was, <laughs> yeah. They tried to play they had to play like the ninety nine and two thousand Rams. You know, yeah. we have to score forty. Yeah, that's the funny part. And then they're just not there yet offensively, but they're they're making struggles. Say, <laughs> excuse me. They only went up with 299 points, but they'll, they'll get there, hopefully, for their sake. Yep. So back to the Super Bowl. <coughs> yes, sir. <sure>. Yep. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, and um, for me, again, I think the playoff test, uh, excuse me, the fact of uh, Flacco being playoff tested and, of course, that defense being, you know, they, they can beat anybody on the road, I think. They're kind of a little bit, they're the second-best road team I've seen behind the Giants, like I've mentioned last couple of weeks. So, you know, every Super Bowl game is a road game for both teams in a sense. They're both on the road per se, with with some home with home fans in attendance. So, I think that favors Baltimore. The experience and the and the uh, yeah o- overall the experience and toughness. Yet at the same time, San Francisco reeks of a team on a mission because of the way they hammered Green Bay. So it's a it's a tough call, but. Ultimately, like I'm like uh, you expect, I, I lean Baltimore though. Mm-hmm. Yep, slightly. Just a little bit. Yep. Super Bowl XLVII. Mm-hmm. It's only in eleven days, eighteen hours, yep. three minutes, and five seconds. So now you can really tell when we recorded this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mister Data. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the little countdown thing on NFL.com, seeing if anything cool pops up here. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Vikings trade Adrian to Miami. Oh, there, there it goes. Yep. Oh no. no Breaking news. Sixth round pick and uh, and Chad Henney. Oh no, three three oh. number ones and <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Then then there you go. Then then we could be a dynasty. Maybe. No. Then of course then we'll take like. Yeah, we'll take the next Erasmus James and, <laughs> and what was that bum's name? That Williams guy. Uh, oh my goodness, I'm forgetting his name now because he was so bad. Seventh overall pick. Oh crap. Oh well. I know it like I knew it very well. I'll, I'll, it'll come back to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of who you're talking about too. Yeah, Viking seventh overall pick in 2005. Uh, yep. Now oh, something else. Oh Lord! It's, <laughs> you got. Uh, but really, for me, the whole thing. I think the Ravens, their their defense, the toughness, their experience. I think that's the main thing that that, that favors them going in. Uh, yeah, Smith was taking number one in that draft. Troy Williamson. There we go. Yes, I just found it. Yep. yep. You know, this whole draft was filled with busts. I mean, filled with bust. Alex Smith, bust. Ronnie Brown, bust. Braylon Edwards, bust. Cedric Benson, bust. Sorry for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cadillac Williams, bust. Adam Pacman Jones, bust. Troy Williamson's bust. Entra Roll, good. It just goes on. <laughs> Mike Williams, bust of all time. Oh, wow. And then there's some, some really good ones like Sean Brown. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sidetracking nice. again. And Erasmus James, yuck. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I hope the Vikings don't do that again. That was the worst draft ever. Excuse me for that. Um, <laughs> so, in the end, so uh, how do you see this thing turning out? I'm, I'm leaning Baltimore 31 to 28. 
even though I'm probably thinking San Francisco's going to win. No. 31 to 28. I think yeah. I have I, – I, I'm going to go with the 49ers, mm-hmm. 24 to 21. Yeah, look at uh, me putting too many points on the board. But, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's going to be – yeah, I think it's going to be like that. And I think Baltimore's going to have one missed field goal at the end. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Oh. I just hope. I mean, just that it's that close. It yeah. Is. Yeah, I, I hope so. Those 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 blowouts are so boring. They're just not watchable. Like like the, you know, San Francisco versus New England game earlier this year. It was like, ugh, totally unwatchable football. Until the Patriots sort of made a comeback. They remembered how to play for a few minutes, and then, eh, and then they lost anyway. Yeah, I can't wait to see this though. Now, now look, look at you. You got me looking at 2005 draft picks. Sorry. <laughs> like, oh man, you have Aaron Rodgers and Mark Clayton, I'm such Jason a Campbell, kind of. Mm-hmm. Man, there's not much. Not much. No, it was a kind of a crappy draft. Carlos Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Anyways. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at him right now. Like, oh, oh. there are a couple of good ones. Demarcus. <clears throat> yeah, Frank Gore. Nope. Yep, Frank Gore. Oh, yeah. Third round. There it is. But, yep. like, Dan, I mean, like, hmm? yeah. Babineau came out. Yeah, well. Vincent yeah. Jackson. Yeah, Frank Gore, that's a great pick. Justin Tuck for New York Giants. He's got two rings for that often, uh, you know, awesome defensive line. So, yeah, there's some good ones, but unfortunately they had to go down in the draft and pick the right people. Man, yeah, it's funny, like, going through here, and, and I'm like, really? He was drafted in 2005? Like, <laughs> Marion like Barber. Yeah, that's weird, isn't 2005 it? seemed like, seemed like it was older, but, you know, then now you think that that's now eight been, years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's it, it really has. You get guys like, you know, like, I didn't know Justin Tuck was that old, actually, which is kind of funny. Chris Henry, yep, that was okay. Oh, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> I know, huh? Memory lane, go, yep. Super Bowl and memory lane. I guess it's okay, right? As long as you don't bring up that third, that fourth overall pick there. I don't want to mention that one. Ugh. You're going to get mad. <laughs> so you have a 24 21 San Francisco, yeah. right? Yep. And then I, I have San Francisco, yeah. And uh, I, I got a feeling that it's going to be a last minute field goal that either wins it or loses it. Like I was saying, maybe it'll be the Ravens uh, missing a missing a desperation fifty-one yarder. And they cry. No, oh, I don't. <laughs> that would suck for the. Yeah, that would suck for them. And they could see uh, Mister Mister. Oh my God, I can't even imagine both of those guys. <laughs> you know, I really don't have like a dog. You know, a, a bone to pick with either one of these teams, or a dog in a fight, so to speak. But I am a fan of a good game. Yeah, me too. Me too, big time. Oh, oh go ahead. Sound like you had. No. Oh, okay. I was waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing is, too, is I was mentioning, see, Baltimore, they have a lot of aged age, age guys like Burke, like uh, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, guys like that. Flacco's still young. Uh, Anquan Bolden's one of my favorite players in football. I've mentioned that before. Torrey Smith is good. Ray Rice is kind of like in the middle of his career or early, early half still, maybe. But you got San Francisco on the other side. Just about everybody on that team is pretty young and very, very, very good, especially on the defensive side. And uh, Gore is probably kind of like the veteran. He's like 29-ish. So, 
to me, do you think San Francisco could be the next team in this league that could win two or three, four Super Bowls the next few years here? God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. I yeah, am right, so right. not a 49er fan. <laughs> but, you know, they have built a good team. Yeah. And that's obvious. They're in the Super Bowl. Um, and we'll see. I, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think, I don't think Colin Kaepernick's going to be the guy. I think he's the guy right now. Yeah. Will he be the guy next season? Maybe for half of it. I don't know. I don't I don't see him as the guy. He's gone on a great run, but so did Jeff Hostetler. Yeah, it's like you never know. And the Vikings almost pulled off a Hostetler with Wade Wilson way back in 87. So, yeah, and he wouldn't necessarily have been the quarterback the next time either, the next year either. And, yep, it's... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. They're going to be a fascinating team to watch. Either way, you know, the coach is hilarious. <laughs> From a desperation uh, standpoint, you know, this is Baltimore's, you know, kind of their window, kind of like yes. 2009 was with the Vikings. Yeah. This is kind of their window right here because um, after this, yep. I mean, you're going to have a lot of guys on that on that defense that are going away. Yep, and maybe like Matt Burke too, the center. Maybe, yep. yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of them guys are on the downside of their career. Yeah, this is yeah. Like I was saying, yeah, the yeah. It's like they're at the they're kind of at the end here. So it's like a win, absolutely win, win now type of situation where that could be San Francisco's undoing again too. They might think, oh, we'll be back, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back. Which is yeah. the Dan Marino curse. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ask Danny Boy how hard it is to get back. Oh, yeah, because he even said that. He was like, yeah, I'll be back. He was thinking that in his head. He you know what's funny, too? Look, have you ever seen the movie Little Nicky? No. There is a part where Dan Marino goes to hell and tries to make a deal with the devil to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and every time the Super Bowl comes around, I think of that. And then he, he gets really pissed at the devil when he denies his request. Wow. <laughs> he, says, he says, well, then the hell with you. I'll just retire and become a sportscaster and win an Emmy for my Super Bowl coverage. <laughs> <laughs> he did, huh? And, and then the, uh, the, you know, he left the room and the devil kind of shrugs. and He says, I can't let him win a Super Bowl. I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they must. Yeah, he, he must be. Wink, wink. No. Yeah, yeah. Double they, don't, they don't really go very often. No, they're, at all. They're there. They are the devil's team. I think <laughs> they have all these crazy people on that team. Yeah, they they act like they're possessed. Oh, look at me. Oh, that was a bad statement, huh? Jets <laughs> fans are pissed now. They're screaming at you. You just can't hear them. Turbo Mafia is done. Yep, that's the end of it. The Jets. The Jets deem the Jets possessed podcast is coming after me. <laughs> there we go, Jets possessed, huh? <laughs> Jets possessed. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad. They're, they're they're taking off the runway, man. Oh uh, boy. There's a friend of mine at, at work who says, "Man, I hate that chant." It's like, "Wow, awesome! You you guys know how to spell your team's name." Yeah, really. <laughs> and we all know what it really means, right? You. Do you, do you remember the uh, the sign? It was like what were they one in fifteen one year or something under the Rich Cotite era? Jets? No, what what did what did it just? Huh? I don't know. Just, just and 
the season. Oh, the season. Okay, <laughs> just in the season. That's what it really means. That's probably what they felt like this year. Yeah, I mean, that was a bust. They were literally, this year's Jets was a lot like the 2010 Vikings. You know, like, here they maybe, come. Maybe, maybe Tim Tebow is a curse for first-string quarterbacks. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of like the Madden cover, but for second stringers. <laughs> yeah, isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, like Mark Sanchez, dead. You know, uh, I don't even remember who was starting in Denver last year. Was it Kyle Orton? Yeah. That's who it was. Yep, he was actually okay. But then it was like, let's go with Tebow and bada-bing, bada-boom. They snuck into the postseason and took out Pittsburgh, which I thought was kind of cool. But, yeah, and that was it. <laughs> They ran the into, curse for the first stringer. Mm-hmm. Big time. They ran into the Patriots. Yep. Uh-oh. There's a Terminator nearby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that one likes to bark a lot. Oh, man. The other one just came for a visit. Maybe maybe oh. caught a couple of hot breaths on the microphone as he said hi. Mm-hmm. Everyone, Max says hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> is, it, is it Max, you said? Yeah. Max, Max, Max is sensing the Terminators are coming. Batten down the hatches. Oh, man. Hey, yeah, they're supposed to be coming out in California, I remember. No. <laughs> oh, look at me. Uh, Skynet, look out. Yep, it's coming. Skynet is opening. They've become self-aware. Yeah, oh, my God, that'd be bad. No, it's possible. Oh, boy. Yep, so really? It's, yeah, go ahead. The, it's the bittersweetness, though, you know, like... Mm-hmm. You're so glad that football's on, but yet yeah. the following Sunday is just such a bummer. You're like, man, what am I, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna listen to one of uh, uh, Joey's other shows. That'll keep you keep you going. Yes, please, please listen to them. Timberwolves explosion, brave the wild. <laughs> Timberwolves Explosion is so much fun. Oh, my God. And then Brave the Wild is as well. that The team is doing better, so hopefully there's going to be more listeners. We're hoping for that thing to pick up here. ASAP. But then again, <laughs> they have already thinking. Uh, yeah. And so you got basketball to watch. This is like the sport. This will be the sports low, lull. You know, like, oh, you got basketball. There's no baseball. There's football. Done. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times, like, when they used to have the Pro Bowl, you know, after the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I can watch this football. And then every year they just like, miss it. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, man. that's about it. Yeah, like, that's uh, the Pro Bowl. I'm just, man, the Super Bowl was cool. But... I got grocery shopping to do, you know, stuff like yeah. that. That's basically about it, isn't it? I got to mend the fence. Mm-hmm. And... I got to change the oil. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, goody, Morin Moon's in there. I threw an interception. Great. There's... What else is new? No. Oh, you know, that's you can look forward to in the offseason is watching film Network and watching all the old quarterback clubs where the Warren Moon will be in. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun to see, at least, and then look forward to the draft as. Yeah. Viking, yeah. Purple Mafia. Let's see. So, yeah, it'll be Purple Mafia, State of the Vikings. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be a Super Bowl review first, and then State of the Vikings. So, that's yeah. where we're added. Yep. State of the I Vikings. I like those ones. Those are the Vikings. Those are fun, aren't they? Yeah. You enjoy it? And then everything gets jumbled up and uh after uh, uh training camp cuz then they they released who? What? Yeah, <laughs> yep. Those are fun. Yeah, cut. They cut fifth round already. No, yeah, I still remember that Nate Triplett a couple of years ago. Like, what? They draft the guy in the fifth round and cut him already before they even yeah. <laughs> 
I I don't know that 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 doesn't happen very often. I guess leave to us or something like that. Did not Pasco, and he sure as heck probably did collect a couple million dollars. Yeah, at least a couple hundred k. Yeah, yeah a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, fifth round pick. Do not collect two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and he went directly to jail. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, certain guys maybe. Uh, <laughs> bad memories. Bad memories. Uh, you know, it, it always kind of baffles me to think, you know, well, the statement is true that money doesn't heal all problems, but I'll tell you what, it sure can make you a little more comfortable. Oh, yeah, it can. That's the good part for some of those young guys out there that uh, maybe they didn't make it, but at least they made a couple bucks, I guess. And I don't understand how they can still make bad decisions like that when they have so much in front of them. But, yeah, it's you know, it happens. Yeah, it does. It's it's stupid, but it happens. Oh, boy. Like, right but there he is. Now he's in the Super Bowl. Like, all these guys trying to get... Uh, literally, there's a, there's a lot of redemption-type players in this game, or at least two two in particular that came from Minnesota. Randy Moss, who was completely out of the league last year, comes back to San Francisco. He gets one final crack at a, at a ring. Brandon McKee with the uh, Baltimore Ravens, who was just a malcontent uh, all over the place. He's probably more interested in what party he's going to than winning a title or making the playoffs or God knows what. But there he is in the Super Bowl for the first time after being in the league forever. So, And this definitely has to be Randy's last shot. Yeah. Because I think he's more of a player coach than anything else on that on that team. Yeah, he's on his, absolutely on his last leg. Like, this is it. This is one last game for Moss, one last game for Ray, uh, maybe for Ray Lewis. You know, he went through a lot of crazy stuff, too, but that was... Shoot, all that crazy stuff happened before his first ring way back in 2000. I have to say, if, if the Ravens win, he'll retire. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think he... I think absolutely, because, you know, this is going to be his last chance to get it, and if he gets it, then bada-bing, bada-boom. I'm sure, like most players, he wants to retire on top. Yep. Um, but if they lose, uh, he might be pulling a Brett Favre. I don't know if it'll be as, um, <laughs> you know, luxurious or, or like uh, over the top as, you know, Brett Favre is flying in. His plane has landed. He's exited. He's, you know, mm-hmm. he scratched himself two times exiting the jet. Um, <laughs> you know, every little move that he made. Oh man! That oh was my good, goodness! He is not wearing Wranglers. He is wearing some kind of Docker pants. This could not be good for a sponsorship. Oh my um, gosh! <laughs> everything that he did. I mean, I bet he he couldn't fart in the wind without someone knowing. Yeah, basically, they got the microphone right. Oh man, that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, that was so it won't be quite that bad. But I'm sure there'll be a lot of following up on that situation if that's if the funny. Ravens lose. Yeah, because otherwise I think he goes Jerome Bettis on it, you know, like it, like this is this was it right here. I love the way Jerome Bettis retired. Literally, how he was holding the Super Bowl trophy in his hand, and they asked him, "Is this it?" And he said, "You know, I've had a wonderful career. It's been awesome. We we got the ring. It's been and and it ends here in Detroit. That that was pretty cool because that's where he's from or whatever. I forget how he worded it. Like I'm born and raised in Detroit, and it ends here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool." It's a good way to, huh? Good old Jerome Bettis. Yeah, that's a great way to end a career, I think. I mean, it doesn't get any better, really. The running back that they said shouldn't be a running back. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, he probably fought that all throughout his career, being a big boy. Yeah. Oh, you can't run. 
like a fullback or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of fighting being a fullback. Mm-hmm. And it was running. Proved him wrong. Huh? Proved him wrong. Yeah, he did. Big time. And it was running back by committee over there. Deuce Daly changed uh, cities, not states. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles to, to put the Steelers. They all got rings. That was pretty neat. Because, you know, that must have been an awesome night for a lot of those guys. Yep, so that's the way it'll be for the Ravens, I think, if they win. And for Moss, obviously. And Favre would have Favre would have definitely retired if the 2009 Vikings won the Super Bowl. I know. It would have been no 2010 debacle. Might not have even had to hear much about that, that sext, uh, sext, uh, sext kind of scandal. Oh, yeah, the sexting thing, yeah. And, you know, I almost totally forgot about that. Yeah. I I tried. <laughs> I tried very hard. Yep, I just had to throw it in on the show. Oh, sorry, Viking fans. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So so be it, right? Well, so I guess mm, if there's uh, is there anything more to add about the Super Bowl other than it's just <laughs> we're just hoping for a good game. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. we're 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 ballers right here, man. We called our shots. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Ravens winning the Super Bowl from August. Yeah. And I had the 49ers winning the Super Bowl from August. Mm-hmm. And granted, they ain't playing the teams that we picked, but. <laughs> no. Like Texans, I think in my case, it was Green Bay. At least we got. We're... Yeah, exactly. Mine was Texans, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was. It, it's been fun, man. I, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this season. And I took the the bear season and the Viking season as you know what cometh may be, and lo and behold, here's a surprise: Vikings uh, made the playoffs. I totally didn't see that. You totally didn't see that. Yeah, they were the surprise team in the NFL, one of them, anyways. And and here we are at the pinnacle game. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat how the whole thing turned out, isn't it? We both did it. It definitely is. We both called our home run shot. Gosh, now we got to do it again, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like for for next year. Yeah. All yeah. the studying, all the number crunching. Ah, seriously. Ah. All right, so we're back. We lost you there. Hello. Yeah, you see what happened Sorry, is my what? internet dropped from overload mm-hmm. for the statistical analysis that I'm doing for next season, so I can be fifty percent right. Oh man. <laughs> you got it like that. You got to start early. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much what we have to do, isn't it? Got to start from the beginning. That's how you win in fantasy football, too. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> I wish. Uh, like, like, like. What do I know about that, right? Uh. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I haven't won one since. Jeez, it's been a long time. Yeah, I think it's like two thousand one or two thousand two since I've won. <laughs> yeah, I've been to. I've been to like the championship game or the Super Bowl mm-hmm. uh, several times, yeah, but yep. I just can't get over that hump. It happened to me too. I won in 2003 last time and not since. I've been to four four titles since then, four title games, Super Bowls. Lost four in a row. I did a Buffalo Bills. <laughs> uh, isn't that wonderful? Way to go, Jim Kelly. Yes. I love it. I guess I'll I lost it. I last won in 2002, and I lost in 2003. I almost won three in a row. How about that? Oh, like, there we go. Think about how that's history a, That's changes. a good way to think of it, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, oh <laughs> man. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. No. <laughs> oh, boy. 
So that's yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah. I mean, yeah. We called our shots. The ball, the ball was hit very, very hard. Now it is heading towards the fence, and one of us is going to get the home run. The other is going to get a Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, robbed, robbed by Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> at the fence. Who knows? Maybe at the end of the game, someone will Jose Canseco to bounce off his giant, uh, giant <laughs> steroid-filled dome and land on the over the side of, side of the fence for a, a touchdown. Oh, How's that? That would, <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I tell you, you know it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for this game. It's it sucks having to wait two weeks, but I guess it's just the way it goes. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it gives, it gives a little time for some bumps, bites, and bruises to heal up. And mm-hmm. obviously, you're going to get the best of uh, any game plan that you can get. And both teams have played an entire season on film, which I'm sure that, you know, the Ravens and the 49ers have both uh, really digested everything from the entire season, probably several different times. Yeah. Yep. Uh, late nights uh spending game planning uh and you know the mm. better team is definitely going to win mm-hmm. that's for sure it's all 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 for the mar i mean all the marbles right here literally yep this one's for all the marbles as they like to say Can't wait. i thought for a second you were going to do a chris berman impression right. when you're talking about <laughs> he could go all the way no sorry back 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 go oh that guy was crazy <laughs> Oh, we, we try to like him, don't we? But mm, oh yeah, we we try Unsuc- <laughs> unsuccessfully. <No. laughs> so with that, I guess uh, I guess that there's nothing more about the Super Bowl. That pretty much uh, sums it up. We've uh, rehashed it and 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 uh, gone down memory lane here and there, like we like to do. Which I always I have no problem with that ever. I haven't <laughs> haven't heard a single complaint yet. So that's the good <laughs> part. I, you asked for it. Guess what's going to happen? Uh, <laughs> 17 one stars on, on iTunes. <laughs> uh, so those of you out there that do like the show, try to support Purple Mafia on iTunes if you could. Just simply go on oh, there yeah. and rate it. Yeah. And you know what, too? If uh, if you're listening via iPhone or, or iPod Touch, mm-hmm. um, I think there's a way to like it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Through, through, through iTunes. And also, you know, the Facebook page as well, mm-hmm. which is, uh, it's, it gets active, it gets, uh, it gets heated. Mm-hmm. Sebastian likes to post a lot in there. Yes, he does. Yep, Sebastian Bulls. Yeah, it gets very interesting on there. Yeah, the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. The Twitter is at Purple Mafia Show. Simply like and or follow those accounts. And Dylan Richardson also has a Twitter yeah, you can follow me at Dylan Richardson. That's D-Y-L-A-N-R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-O-N. So I was one of the lucky ones and jumped on the Twitter bandwagon before uh, 20,000 million people mm-hmm. did. <laughs> so I was able to get my actual name. It's pretty cool, yeah. You're able to jump on there. and <laughs> Yeah, that, that is pretty cool. You were one of, the early, one of the early people. I still remember you first telling me about it. I'm like, Twitter, what is that? You know, uh, I like to get on there during during games a lot. That's probably yes. the pretty much uh, there's pretty much two times that I'm on Twitter, mm-hmm. and that's one if I'm bored yes. and at work yep. and don't have anything else to do, mm-hmm. or or there's a football game on and I like to 
maybe uh, talk a little trash to some people. Yeah, I love going on during games. You know, for the Twitter, you know, for obviously for Viking games, Purple Mafia show, or obviously during playoff games that unfortunately the Vikings weren't. I mean, aren't aren't in or or are in. You know. So and of course I do the same for the other shows as well. You know, basketball, hockey, not as much hockey, but I need to get more on that one too. Brave the Wild is out there. That's another podcast. Yes, sir. All right. But, of course, uh, all, all these shows, though, are on the sportsstuff.com, which Dylan Richardson founded and uh, is the executive producer of. Yes. Yay. <laughs> we thank you very much for that, of course. Uh, there is the voice uh, the voicemail for Pearl Mafia. It is 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. Like to hear from you. You would. Yep. Mention what show you're calling into, which is the Pearl Mafia show. Or you can say, hey, Joey, which a lot of people seem to like to do. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, get a lot of, hey, Joey. Yeah, that's the more common one. But, yeah, you know, comment about the Super Bowl, comment about the um, State of the Vikings, which is, about, which is two episodes away. Yes. Exactly. Coming. So do I get to look forward to joining you uh, in the Super Bowl post yes. show? Yes. Yep. If, if you want to, you're absolutely invited. I would love to. Uh, awesome. I would love to. Awesome. You're going to get to be uh, – you're going to get to be the uh, four-bagger, four in a row. This is a three-peat. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and I was just about to invite you in, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you beat me to it. Awesome. Four consecutive. That is, that is awesome. Yep. And I'm sure the listeners enjoy it as well because we had a nice uh, spike in the numbers last week. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. This show needs the, this show needs the love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the in the postseason when uh, you know they're not playing right now. Yeah, yep. So, but there's you know there's a giant upside to this team. Mm-hmm. Giant upside. Yeah, I think we're coming back. I think, yep. Go ahead. I think more so than maybe even you know the true hardcore super super duper hardcore living and eating and breathing Vikings football may have uh, uh, anticipated. Mm-hmm. There is a, there is a legit chance you got been building up that defense the quarterbacks. Well, when he plays well, he looked pretty good against Green Bay, but obviously the running back still in his prime. So anything could happen. Yeah. yeah. Another good draft. This could be a legit team for a while, I think. Very well could be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to see. It's going to be fun to watch. Hopefully Green Bay is just a one-year wonder. That's another thing to throw in. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yep. So with that, I just want to thank you once again for joining, uh, Dylan. There's a lot I love having you on here. The listeners love you as well. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. And he will be back next time. Yep. Is it two weeks from now? Yes. So Pearl Mafia will be in a... Two weeks from now. Yeah. Yep. It'll be a brief hiatus because uh, if you think I'm going to do a review on the Pro Bowl, you're sorely mistaken. <laughs> Like I threw you to the sharks on that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That'd be funny. You love the Pro Bowl only if I'm in Hawaii and in attendance. Then I might do it. But until that happens, uh, it's probably on. Uh, yeah, it's probably uh, that's in the back burner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had to say that. Uh, so again, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back in two weeks, and we will talk about the world champion Ravens or world champion San Francisco 49ers. Yeah.